And that's when I realized no matter where I go in my life, people are going to say, would you mind saying something? So the, the lesson I learned from that is don't get ready, stay ready. Don't get ready, stay ready. And if you're ready with your story, you're always ready to speak. So the question is this, how do most agents find the secrets to succeed in today's competitive real estate market, especially when the top agents are keeping those secrets to themselves? That's the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. Hi, I'm Aaron Amuchastegui, and welcome to Real Estate Rockstars. Real Estate Rockstars, this is Aaron Mujtegi and I am back. This is a really, really special podcast interview. So for the next few weeks, we're going to have a series of special podcasts from the actual GoBundance Live Mastermind. You guys have heard me talk about GoBundance so much on the show. And so sprinkled in with our interviews with agents, we thought it would be great to share with you some of the interviews we had with some of the world-class speakers that came out to our mastermind. So this first one is actually really, really special. So I get to interview Craig Valentine. He is a you know a speaking coach. You know the he has traveled and spoken all over the world. But a really, really fun tip that you guys might like. So the, especially you listeners have been around more than a couple of years. So Pat Hyben, our previous podcast host, Craig was actually. Pat's coach back in the day when he went around and started speaking. So really fun, everything full circle. Craig, how's it going? It's going well. That was it. It was Pat came to one of my boot camps and we hooked up and I even assigned him another coach as well. And when he released his book, he went on tour and he had to make sure he could speak in a way that influenced people. So needless to say, he did that. Yeah. <laughs> no. And Pat's one of our founders of GoBundance. The, he's obviously great on stage, great friend of mine. I've got to travel with him all over the world too. And so it is, uh, it's fun to see this happen. So public speaking over the last couple of years, people haven't been able to go out much in person, but it's still really important for people to be able to carry their message. Have people reached out to you over the past couple of years to, you know, for like Zoom and things like that? Has any public speaking happened over the last couple of years? It, it has. I've actually spoken more over the last year than I did in the previous years. Yeah. But it was all online. So the difference is, let's say Indonesia, somebody in Indonesia wants to book me. Well, now it doesn't have to take six months or a year. They just say, can we do it next week? Sure. Yeah. On Zoom. And so I did speech after speech after speech. But like I was saying, I've been speaking for 23 years. And the most I ever had off was maybe three weeks. I've gone 20 months without giving an in-person presentation. Yeah. So it's going to be amazing to get back up there tonight. So what are you going to be talking about tonight when you go on stage? You ever seen a boring speech? I have seen a boring you speech. You ever given one? I'm sure I've given some. <laughs> I've had some boring podcasts. I've had some boring times on stage. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I, I, I help people present in a way where it, it keeps their audience on the edge of their seats and makes them glad they came and gets them to take the next step that you want them to take. So that's what I'm going to be talking about tonight. Wow. How to tell, how to share your story, how to share your story, make your point, have a foundational phrase that people can remember and repeat and retweet and repost and have those type of takeaways. That is so awesome. And for all you real estate rock stars listeners, this is going to be so important for you guys too. I mean, trying to distinguish yourself as a real estate agent among the tens of thousands of people out there that are fighting for your business right now, especially right now when it's so hard to get a listing or you know get your offer accepted, being able to tell your story in a way that people want to work with you, that they want to listen to you, right? Yeah, like, that, that's it. That's what's going to differentiate you from everybody else. They'll remember your story. 
and they'll remember whatever foundational phrase they can repeat and, and remember about you as well. Yeah. So they, I, you know, I tell stories all the time, and I'll be telling them tonight. It's like, two, I won the world championship of public speaking. I don't know if you knew that. I did not. So <laughs> you, you had such a huge bio when I was trying to yeah. figure out how to introduce you. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to let Craig tell us what's going on. Yeah, this was back in 1999. I had to go through all of these different levels of competing. And out of 160,000 people, I ended up winning the world championship of public speaking for Toastmasters International. That's incredible. And about two days after I won the world championship, which happened in Chicago, I'm walking into Chicago airport and my wife is on one side of me and I'm carrying this gigantic trophy, crystal trophy, Yeah, you know, and everybody's just looking at me like, who is that? I, I thought, I thought I heard somebody say, is that Denzel Washington? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you didn't have to laugh that yeah. the, uh... <laughs> hey, Sorry, well, I thought no, that was the punchline. No, right no, no. <laughs> this is what I, I realized my life would never be the same. This, <laughs> this petite lady in this pink dress runs up to me and she starts reading the bottom of my trophy. And it says 1999 world champion of public speaking. She says, wow, 1999 world champion of public speaking. Say some things. Yeah. And I was speechless. She's like, speak. Yeah. And that's when I realized no matter where I go in my life, people are going to say, would you mind saying something? So the, the lesson I learned from that is don't get ready, stay ready. Don't get ready, stay ready. And if you're ready with your story, you're always ready to speak. And so that's what I help people do. Real Estate Rockstars, this is Aaron Amuchastegui for a quick commercial break. So during 2020 and 2021, the real estate market completely changed. There's so much competition in the market, so many people trying to buy and sell houses, but there's hardly any supply, hardly any product, hardly anyone willing to list their homes. It's time for every agent out there to become a hybrid agent investor to be able to reach out directly to homeowners to try to get them to sell or list their house. We've got a new website. Go to leadpropeller.com and you can set up your own investor buyer website in just minutes. You'll set up your own URL, set up phone numbers, help go through the leads, help reach out to people that aren't listing their, pro their property currently and have them fill out a form that says, hey, I want to sell my house. And then as an agent, you can go through and make them a hybrid offer. You can tell them, hey, I think your house would sell for $220,000 on MLS, but I can either write you a $180,000 cash offer right now, or I can help you fix it up and you'll list it for $220,000 on MLS. These are buyers that are looking for quick cash offers. Tens of thousands are submitting these forms every single day and they're skipping the listing process. But so many of you guys out there are such good agents, it's a great opportunity to get that lead and help them maximize sales price for their home. So again, go to leadpropeller.com and think about signing up for your own investor site so buyers will start reaching out to you, asking you to make an offer on their home. That is so cool. Do you have like a few different Denzel. versions of every story? So do you, do you, do you, like I've heard of like, what's your elevator pitch? What's your 30 second pitch? If you got 30 seconds, tell this story. If you got two minutes, tell this story. Do you do anything like that? Do you think like that? I have different stories. Okay. I have different stories. Not So for example, that story I just told right now, what the foundational phrase for that story was that people will remember and repeat is don't get ready, stay ready. Don't right? get ready, stay ready. I love that. Now I might tell that same story and give a different foundational phrase that they can remember and repeat based on who I'm talking to. And I'm going to tell you why I do that. One time I have a story and the foundational phrase is your dream is not for sale, right? And it's all about when they were trying to give me more money to stay with this organization. And I'm like, you know, I, I want to live my dream. And then they're trying to give me more money. I'm like, no, I want to live my dream. And they finally got up to a level where I was like, man, dreams are overrated. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But I decided to live my dream anyway. And I get that point across. When I went and spoke in Nebraska one time, 
Lincoln, was it not Lincoln, Grand Island, Nebraska. Mm-hmm. That was the first mistake. Anyway, I go out there <laughs> and I spoke to principal financial group about living your dream. You can't do that. Yeah. You can't do that because most people in corporate America are dreaming about working somewhere else. Yeah. So I went in there and gave this speech and it got everybody motivated. And the lady called me afterwards and said, our vice president was so excited about your message that he left the company. And he quit. He quit. And that's when I realized, <laughs> I want to keep telling that story, but I can't give that same message. Yeah. So now I tell that story and the message is don't let the good get in the way of the best. That is awesome. So, so you have different stories, right, for different timelines, but then also you can take the same story depending on your audience and really pull the different message out. Pull a different it. message out. And maybe it's a little tweak to the story, but making sure, I guess that's part of know your audience. It really right? is. It really is. You have to know your audience way ahead of time and figure out what pain they're in and figure out what you can promise them and make it happen. That is awesome. Well, I don't want to keep you much longer. We're about to roll this whole tape where we're going to see what's there. But I know there's, so you also said you're a coach. So the, so what do you, what do you do when you're coaching? Like how are people going to find you? Well, the best part about it is they can go somewhere for free. Yeah. Right. Cause I always ask my audience, I say, raise your hand. I even ask you, raise your hand if a year from now, you'd like to be at least three times better than the presenter you are today. Yeah. Good. Then for absolutely free, for no fee, you can go to my website, which is 52speakingtips.com. So that's 52speakingtips.com. And every week, they're going to get an audio lesson from me. And by the end of that year, you will, there will be at least three times better. Hey, what than a present great way for a lesson. 52 weeks in a row. So the um, so tell me again, 52? 52speakingtips.com. 52speakingtips.com. I'm going to go register for that. So the Craig, I can't wait to hear your talk tonight. Listeners, be ready. Listen to this. And I also want to say a special thank you to GoBundance. Again, you guys have heard me talk about GoBundance all the time. Really grateful we have a chance to kind of add this series of videos mixed in with the others to give you guys a taste of what it's like to be a part of a big mastermind. We believe all these speakers we're sharing with you can really change your life and change your business when you're there. So Craig, thanks for joining me. Real Estate Rockstars, thanks for listening. Hey, Real Estate Rockstars, this is Aaron Mujestegi and I'm interrupting myself to bring you this commercial break from one of our sponsors. And I know, I know you guys would much rather listen to the content and not the ads and not the sponsors, but this is one that I'm actually super, super excited with. You know, so many of the realtors that we interview on the show, they talk about how much systems are important and how much follow-up is important. And I'm really, really excited about our new sponsor. There's somebody I've been looking at for a long time and when they reached out to me, I said, yes, we have to be able to do this deal. So that sponsor is Follow Up Boss. You know, on an interview last week with agent Mark McGuire, I asked him what his favorite software and what his favorite system was. And he said it was Follow Up Boss. And then he went on for another three or four minutes to talk about why Follow Up Boss was the best CRM he uses. So there's a lot of superstars out out there that use Follow Up Boss. Some of the stats they gave me, Robert Slack, 1.5 billion team in Florida, number one in the US. He uses Follow Up Boss to get a 400% ROI on his massive paid lead spend. Deborah Beagle, co-owner of the Ashton Group in Nashville, uses Follow Up Boss to guarantee the agents who join her team get two homes under contract in the first 90 days. That's a big guarantee for new agents. Barry Jenkins of your friends in real estate uses Follow Up Boss to automate everything so his team can produce 200 million on 25 hour work weeks. All right, so here's an offer. You guys are gonna get this special for being Real Estate Rockstars listeners. Now I've I've used Follow Up Boss. We've actually used it in our non-real estate businesses as well because it's so good at being able to set timers, set automatic texting and emailing, and what what do you know, best name ever, Follow Up. So here's what we got. 
for Real Estate Rockstars listeners, you get a 30-day free trial. That's normally 14 days. So in order to get this, you go followupboss.com forward slash rockstars. So again, followupboss.com, just like it sounds, forward slash rockstars. Go there, get your 30-day free trial, and check it out, especially if you aren't using any systems or any CRMs yet. This will be a great one for you to start with. All right, everybody, thanks again. Now back to our show. Real Estate Rockstars, this is Aaron Amuchastegui, and I am back for one of those special episodes I've been talking about. We are live at Steamboat Springs, Colorado at the GoBundance Mastermind. So you guys have heard me talk about the Mastermind a lot over the past couple of years. It has really changed my life. Our original podcast host, Pat Hyben, was one of the founders of GoBundance, and we're out here at this Mastermind, and we are bringing in these world class speakers literally are changing lives about the way people you know succeed in business, succeed in money and everything else. This next one will be no different. So Morgan Morgan has a kind of a big bio. I was he just released a book, right? It's called The Psychology of Money and former columnist for for Motley Fool and I think some other stuff. I was looking out on his site of just some of the quick tips that he's doing and I'm really excited to introduce him to you. Morgan, how did I do on that? How are you doing and how would you fix your bio if I messed it up? There? No, that was good. Thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, no, I, I like bio. It's like I, I just consider myself a financial writer, an investing writer who tries to learn about the world and what's going on and what's going on inside of people's heads mm-hmm. and then try to come up with a little few insights and write them down. That's it. Yeah. So the how often do you so right now your most of your content that you push out there, what's the what's the website? The collaborativefund.com. Collaborativefund.com. That's, that's where I work. That's where our blog exists. And then the book is, is all over the place as well. Yeah, is with that. I'm, I'm, I'm super excited to hear you tonight and, and get to hear more about your book. So the Collaborative Fund, how often do you post on the blog in there? Usually once a week. That's about the cadence. Sometimes it's a little bit different, but that's, that's usually what it is. So psychology of money, before we started recording, you kind of briefly got to hear a little bit about how I had four or five great years where I was making more money than I thought possible. No one had ever taught me how to deal with money. I lost it all very quickly as a result. And then, um, and now I've done it, on my third or fourth try here, I've, I've done a pretty good job, but the psychology of money could mean so many different things. And so what, it, what does the psychology of money mean, especially with the, like kind of the rises and falls that people experience? Well, there's lots of different elements to it. I, I appreciate you sharing your story a little bit earlier about making a lot of money and then losing mm-hmm. most, if not all of it. Is that right? Right. One of the parts that I write about in the book is the difference between getting rich and staying rich. Yeah. There are two different skills. Absolutely. And a lot of people don't realize this. Getting rich requires being an optimist mm-hmm. and taking a risk and swinging for the fences and being optimistic about yourself, optimistic about others. No matter what business you're in, that's what you need to get rich. Mm-hmm. Staying doesn't guarantee it, but that's at least what you need. Staying rich requires almost the opposite. Staying rich requires a degree of pessimism, pa- yeah. paranoia, an acknowledgement of how much risk is in the world acknowledgement of your own faults and flaws, an acknowledgement of how much of history is a chain of surprises, like pandemics and recessions and bear markets, that you have to be able to survive financially in order to stick around long enough for your long-term optimism to actually work. Now, most people would view optimism and pessimism as black and white, one or the other. And you're a hypocrite if you think you're both. That's how it's usually viewed. Yeah. I think most people who do well with money over a long period of time get both optimism and pessimism to coexist with each other. Part of you needs to be a long-term optimist. Part of you needs to be a paranoid pessimist at the same time. One way that I've summarized this is that people should invest like an optimist and save like a pessimist. You want to save enough money, have enough cushion and room for error to survive all the surprises and setbacks. But you want to invest like a long-term optimist who knows that 
humanity can solve problems and become more productive. And that value is going to accrue to you and everyone else over a long period of time. Like you got to get both of those things to coexist. Man, the, the difference between the getting rich and staying rich part, because my story in particular, the, you know, it, it, there's this level of, um, of cockiness or overconfidence of thinking, well, because at the beginning, yes, you're like discovering some new business. And if a business takes off, it's very easy to make a ton of money. And then getting kind of having the mindset of, I should have had more pessimist stuff. When new, when new businesses were coming into the market, new guys were like, hey, we're going to buy you. I'm like, you're not going to be able to. They said they were going to put me out of business so I didn't join them. I'm like, no, you're not going to put me out of business. Just a little bit of pessimism in that. So right now in real estate, we're seeing real estate kind of gaining and skyrocketing like crazy. And um, one of the guys I recently talked to said it's a great time to invest and not a great time to speculate. And the and I think that's kind of similar to your talk there, the where you're saying you, know, you save like a you know, save like a, a pessimist, making sure that you can survive anything, but like have faith, you know, invest like an optimist. And I think when we're talking about you know, investing in houses, so the good solid investments that you're going to have for the next five ten years, no matter what, regardless of the market, but also know there could be some corrections or be ready for some of those corrections. The so COVID, like eighteen months ago, the world just goes crazy. So it first hits. And I'm in a panic. I'm fire selling my houses. I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I wish I wouldn't have bought that house. I wish I had that money back. People panicking everywhere for, for you know, a month or two. And then you know, some businesses thrived and some businesses failed. How has the, the, your version of psychology of money, when you think about like kind of that, that six month period between March 2020 and like August and September 2020 was so wild that yeah. people were experiencing. What did you see during that time? What did you feel during that time? One thing that I think is, is always been true, but we've learned so starkly over the last year and a half is that risk is what you don't see coming. Yeah. That risk is what's left over when you think you've thought of everything else. Because we in the financial industry, whether you're an investor or a financial advisor or an economist, whatever, we spent the decade debating what the biggest economic risk was. Yeah. And almost everything that we talked about was our budget deficit's too high. Are interest rates going to get too high? Is inflation going to be too much? Are the trade wars going to ruin us? That's what we'd spent all the time talking about. Mm -hmm. And it's funny to look at that in hindsight, because now we know in hindsight, none of those things actually mattered. Yeah. The only thing that moved the needle was a virus that no one was talking about, roughly, at least in the financial uh, field. Yeah. No one was predicting, no one was forecasting. And then it hit and 30 million people lose their jobs. Hey, real estate rock stars. This is Aaron Muchastegui with a quick commercial break. Now you've been listening, you've been waiting, and now the big Rent Ready mystery can be revealed. Rent Ready just launched rental property accounting for landlords. It's so new, I haven't even got a chance to check it out yet. Now you can easily connect your rental properties from Rent Ready to an accounting software created specifically for landlords with Rent Ready's newest partner, REI Hub. Now I've used a lot of payment processing systems in the past, and it's always been a challenge even asking them to generate APIs so it can talk to our existing systems. And they're really, any type of software that collects payments doesn't make it very easily to do that. But now with Rent Ready, you can automatically transfer properties and charges from your Rent Ready profile. You can track your income and expenses with matching rules and payment templates to speed up your bookkeeping. View your profit and loss or cash flow by property or unit. Get your portfolio's balance sheet, schedule ease, and more. Guys, we're so excited about this. And here's something even more exciting. As always, with Rockstars, you get a special, special opportunity. If you're not currently using Rent Ready, you can sign up using our special code ROCKSTAR50 and get 50% off your Rent Ready subscription. Once you set up your properties, you can add rental property accounting as a premium feature. If you're currently using Rent Ready, go check out the new accounting features designed to save you time and money while you manage your business. And remember, it's Rent Ready with an I at the end, R-E-N-T 
R-E-D-I.com. Thanks for listening. Go check them out. So I think, and if you look historically, it's always like that. The things that we talk about every day in the news, by and large, this might sound flippant, but don't tend to matter that much, yeah. at least on a, on a grand, broad scale. But if you look over a long period of history, there's usually an event once per decade or so that moves the needle more than everything else before it. And the common denominator of those events is that no one saw them coming until they happened. COVID, September 11th, Pearl Harbor. You can go down the list of these things that move the needle more than anything that no one was talking about until the moment they arrived. And that's so wild in the... And in Pearl Harbor, even with the warnings, like that couldn't actually happen. And even, with the other stuff. Yeah, even when there are warnings, it's not taken seriously. So to the individual's mind, they're not thinking about it. On September 10th, yeah. the average American is not thinking about terrorist attack. Absolutely. None. But it mattered more than anything. Same with COVID. January 2020. How many economists were warning about viral pandemics? None. They were talking about trade wars, budget deficits, those kind of things that in hindsight did not matter. Yeah, we were actually in January, we had seen kind of some of the articles about it. And it was almost like it, one of the headlines was, could COVID affect the real estate market? And we're like, like, well, like the super flu? Right. Yeah, like we're doing this thing. And we're like trying to dig into that, thinking how real it could be and how real it got real, real fast. Right. Like I was, we were getting ready to go to Hawaii. And when we left, it was kind of like chatter in the news. And by like day seven or eight, we had to fly back early because like the world is shutting down Yeah, right now. And the you know, it, I, I love what you said there too, of the biggest crisis that happened, we can't really see. I've been talking to people a lot this year about, you know, diversification, right? Like being diversified because the thing that will shut us down should be the thing that's unfair. Like the restaurant industry, you know, there's some businesses out there that would never have fallen over the past year if it wasn't for this. Yeah. And then some businesses thrived and some didn't. I was even at a conference three or four months before COVID hit. And I was explaining my rise and then my fall in like 2013 and how, and he goes, so what's the one thing in your business that could put you out of business again? Because last time you were too cocky to see it. And I just remember going, I can't fathom anything. Yeah. I can't right. fathom anything. That's the point. Risk is what's left over when you think you've thought of everything. That is a great quote. Risk is what's left over when you think you've thought of everything. It's four stories about the psychology of money. And the stories have nothing to do with investing or money or economics, but they all kind of give a little nugget about how people think about risk and greed and fear in their own financial lives. Wow. So the so what's your and then what's your personal mission over the next year? What are you trying to work the most on? What are you trying to grow? I'm I'm working on another book, not really talking about what it's going to be about next, but books are books have a long turnaround time. Mm -hmm. It takes takes a lot of work to put into them. So that's that's what I'm working on. How long did you write this one? Well, it's hard to say because a lot of it is based off of old stuff that I had written. Yeah. So how long did it take me to write? Somewhere between two months and 10 years, depending on how you measure it. That's right. Because is this your first book? Uh, kind, of, kind of first full-length physical first book. First full-length yeah. book. But you've, been, but you've been a writer, a columnist, all sorts of different places. For, uh, for a while. For a while. So a lot of it was just taking ideas and stories and whatnot that I'd written in the past and kind of condensing them into a book. Was it a fun process? Yeah. Yeah, it was fun. Not, not always, but the final project is fun. Yeah. I, 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 would, I would take that back. Doing it was not fun. The final process is fun. Though. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, getting anywhere a long way. So if people want to learn more about you, they should go check out 
your blog. Also, buy the go buy the book, The Psychology of Money. Any other ways they should reach out, follow you, what you're doing? Are you on social media, Twitter, anything like that? Most of my time is on Twitter. My handle is Morgan Household, my first and last name. Awesome. Well, Morgan, I can't wait to go hear the rest of your presentation online. Real Estate Rockstars, listen up you know, and go follow Morgan on Twitter. Listen to the rest of this podcast and let me know what you think. I've, I'm super excited about it. I think it will change your life and change the way you look at money. So Morgan, thanks for joining me. Real Estate Rockstars, thanks for listening. Thanks so much. All right, Real Estate Rockstars, this is Aaron Muchastegui jumping in again to thank you for listening to the show. Hopefully you guys loved listening to that one. And I want to make sure that you know about all of the extra resources that we have. And also we need your help. They say podcasts are free. You get to listen to podcasts for free. But what is the cost of that podcast? I would say if I could beg you to pay anything for that podcast, I would say the cost of the podcast is going and giving a review. So whether you download it on Google or Apple or YouTube or anywhere else, please go give us a review. Say what you liked, what you didn't like. It helps us get better guests. The more reviews, the higher we get in the rate rankings. Right now, we are the biggest podcast out there for real estate agents. And we want to keep that spot because we know there's lots of podcasts out there. So go give us a review. Also, be sure to go to hybendigital.com. If you liked any of the resources that those real estate agents talked about, we've got a huge video vault of those resources for free. Every punny that comes on the podcast that we interview, they give us something that helps them get their deals or helps them work with their clients. And we put that in the toolbox in our vault for you. So go to hybendigital.com and you can get it. If you're looking for real estate education, go to rebusuniversity.com. We have all sorts of courses in there to help agents succeed in real estate. How to get the listing, how to negotiate deals, you know, how to become an investor, all sorts of different stuff, rebusuniversity.com. And if you want to chat with me, go find me on Instagram. If you come find me on Instagram, you can send me messages. Tell me what you want to hear. Tell me what you liked, what you didn't like. We try to put a bunch of content out there too. You can find me in two different places. It's at rerockstars.com for our Real Estate Rockstars page or at erinamuchastegui.com for my personal Instagram page where I can chat with you about all sorts of different things. Thanks for listening. We'll see you again soon. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.